Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to A Water Night, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network, where joining me, Sean Walsh, as he does all the time, Jude Summerfield, to talk about Tottenham Hotspur. And it's been a busy one since we last recorded, Jude, hasn't it? I know. Things don't seem to be slowing down or be getting more cheerful at all at the moment, so... um... Things seem to get worse yeah. when we don't record. And then there's always things that work while we're busy that we can't record. Yeah. And it kind of piles up all the time. So really, we're the ones that fought for this. We are at fault. We're busy, guys. It, it, it happens. But um, but yeah, the the. <laughs> I think I think we were sort of. I was trying to be cautiously optimistic the last time we spoke. I think I think you were in the same boat. Maybe a little more um, realistic, but. Yeah, it's sort of it's hit that point now, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, back there yeah, again. Yeah, and which is great. Yeah, this isn't a Antonio Conte post mortem. We will record one when, if when he gets sacked. <gasps> Why not? Stranger <laughs> things have happened. We'll see if it's during um, this part. Yeah, <laughs> it could very well be. We're recording uh, early afternoon, Wednesday the twenty second. So there is every chance that. Yeah. You've been, you've been, you've been on it every hour. I know. Oh, hourly updates. Has he been sacked yet? No. Has he been sacked yet? No. Has he been sacked yet? No. Not yet. It'll happen at some point. Yeah. It, it might coincide with this podcast. But today, yeah. instead, we are going to talk about who is to blame for this current mess. I wrote mm. a piece the other day for the 90 Minute site. Uh, we have a series, Who is to Blame, when, things, when shit completely hits the fan at your club. I believe this is only the second time this happened at Tottenham though when I was going back through the archives we only did one previously and it was around this yes. time in 2020 it was right before lockdown hit yeah I think we were planning on doing one of, only a few weeks ago and um, I managed to stave off and we mm. we got we got the PSG got the treatment instead <laughs> so managed to hold off at that point but at a certain point it just becomes undeniable really I think yeah I, I remember we'll get into it but when Conte was delivering his press conference against Sabs and I was just like Okay, we the glass that needs to be broken in case of emergency has been really smashed. So, here we are. And we have got 35 things. 35 things? It's insane. That's a lot, yeah. Quite a lot. Well, you know, there's a mess. lot of blame to go around. I know, you know, a mess this big, you can't just put it on one person. No, you really can't. No. no. As much as you want to. I know you do, Jude. Oh, I'd love to just, yeah. I don't know who it would be, but it would make everything so much easier, wouldn't it? You. I don't know who you are. I'm sure you're a chick. <laughs> yeah, you get the idea of that. Knows, so, yeah. coming in at 35 on our list. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how much I hate this guy, Jude. Yeah. I can't tell you. I have a real bone to pick with this guy. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at him now. Um, it makes me sick. He's got a real smug his on big, His, his on big face. eyes, his big smile, his big boots, his yeah. big wings. Mm. I hate him. Number 35 is Chirpy. Yeah, totally deserved. Um, hasn't helped Tottenham win any trophies over the What's last he done? years. What's he done? Nothing. He's been here, he's been here the whole um, time. When when Conte said twenty years the same owner and no trophies, he's yeah. talking about that Chirpy. Yeah, and you know what? If you, you you want a symbol for stagnation at Tottenham, it's Chirpy the cockerel. 
Only one redesign since 2006, I think. Yeah. They used to be white, like a, like a proper like a white kind of feathery chicken. Actual like a chicken more than I would have preferred the blue chicken. cockerel that is now. Cockerel, I'm not so sold on. Yeah. So Stupid he he <laughs> he epitomizes everything wrong with Spurs. <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, it's not the only one. Not the yeah. only cockerel yeah. who's number thirty-four causing absolute mayhem. Lily the cockerel. Yeah. And what's worse than one? Giant what's worse than one cockerel? giant cockerel? Two big giant cockerels. <laughs> Really I don't think I've dogs. seen Lily about at the stadium Have you not? often. Well, it's, it's, no. it's quite a fair. Chirpy gets a lot of the kind of the attention. Mm. Lily's kind of an afterthought, which is quite unfair. Yeah, you know they both deserve blame. They yeah. di- they did this. Yeah, they they. Uh, this is old white art lane I've got here. That's, That's true. You, it's no. quite, see what I mean? The Getty photographers yeah. don't really recognise her either. It's <laughs> it's a re- it is a real shame. There's probably some mistagging as well on Getty Pro- as well. Probably, like, yeah. They probably think that Lily is chirpy. Huh? <laughs> chirpy is Lily, which you know. Dodgy. Have to check. I'll write them a strongly worded email. <laughs> I told you they sent me an email to my personal account, Getty. Oh yeah. Thinking I was working for my previous employers and I haven't worked for my previous employers in four years. Uh-huh. So that was funny. Was funny, yeah, this is behind the curtain. I'm sure everyone's interested. Anyway, <laughs> 33. Okay, this is when we start getting back in the go back. This is real kind of domino effect kind of stuff domino here. Effect, yeah. Mario Balotelli. Tell me why, Jude. Tell me why Mario Balotelli would be at fault for this. Um, ah, oh, he's he's not a great fella. Um, <laughs> no. Um, well, I mean, we 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 go back during the years. Um. I mean, this for this one in particular, it's it's a Man City flavour. Um, I feel like I have other Mario Balotelli memories, especially his only goal for Liverpool against Spurs, which linger. God, which I forgot lingers. about that, actually, um, yeah. But yeah, of course, halfway through the 2011-12 season, Spurs are in a good position. Uh, lots of press saying title challenge, perhaps, behind the likes of City and... United. There was a week um, where we were in three points of both of them, I think. Yeah, yeah. So things were going very, very close. And when they went to City in that season, they, uh, I think they went 2 0 down, didn't they? But they managed yeah. to claw it back with. Bale scored that. Bale got the really lovely goal. I can't remember who scored the other one. I can't um, either. It's re- was it Defoe? I know Defoe, Defoe, Defoe missed the last minute. Sort of, yeah. It, we, he stops his run and starts again. He misses it by a stud and that goes in. It's a yeah, story it might as have well. been some sort of tapping. It might have been. Um, but yeah, so 2-2 heading into those final few stages. Balotelli has, on top of just being a nose throughout the game, <laughs> has kicked uh, Scott Parker in the head um, at quite a pivotal moment. I think the game's still locked at 2-2. Yeah, I think it was quite late on, yeah. Um, and it's an age where we don't have VAR. So there is no... Um, looking back, there's no replays on offer. The referees missed it. Um, and he stays on the pitch. And he ends up scoring the winner for City from a penalty. This is the um, case of all. Which is this, the case. This, this is the case. But how retrospective can we make it, you know? <laughs> this, uh, is over, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is this is over ten years ago. I mean, we, turn, we overturn this, that means City don't win the league. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get the Aguero moments. There's lots of that. But, you know, City still got to face those charges from the Premier League, so... We'll see, man. Throw the book at them, I yeah, we never came second when they came first. There, yeah, that was the annoying thing because I remember I was I put this forward to someone I was asking, and they one of their big arguments was if Man City simply don't come into wealth, Spurs are in a much better position for much of the decade. And I tried to stand up. This is as close as I could find to it, like because I think 
we've done enough, quite a bit of damage to City as their bogey team. Mm-hmm. And you're right, the only year that we came second, um, Chelsea finished first. Chelsea. So that was, that was a bit annoying. But we are, so yeah, we are the only team in history who finished above a Pep Guardiola team that didn't win the league. So that is. Um, how's that for Spursy? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of nice. <laughs> Doesn't, is it? Uh, it's, it's I don't very, think it's very nice at all. It's very empty. <laughs> it feels very lonely and dark. It is there. the epitome of um, this club. Um. But yeah, so City has sort of gone in and made the Premier League their own sort of playground, and ever since Spurs have still been scrapping away, um, not really taking that next leap. So yeah. Why didn't they take this next leap? Because of things like that happened on deadline day, only 2012. <laughs> Ryan Nelson and Louis Sahar. Yeah, but we had a wheeler dealer in charge. I mean, like, what what did you expect? I don't actually know who to bl- who. Obviously, I'm blaming them for this, but I don't actually know who to blame for these signs. Is, is this Redknapp led? Is this Levy led? You could tell me one way or another. I'd I'd believe you. Part part of me thinks that it was it was kind of a master plan. It was like, oh, get everyone free. Oh, you genius. Oh, yeah. I, I, you get the idea with that. Yeah. I mean, the Sahar one looked um, looked pretty. He was actually right. The start. He, uh, him and Adebayor were pretty. I think they they smashed Newcastle five yeah. in one game, and it was just those two running riot, which is quite odd. He's, he scored at Arsenal um, as well. He did, yeah. I mean, that wasn't the cleanest of strikes, but yeah. it, it was it was a goal. The standard strikers go who's all right, but I just like that it's very easy to shove him in here, like I did. Yes, yes. Because Ryan much. Nelson, that guy was fifty. He's always been fifty. <laughs> He was born at 50. We got him in the peak years just before he went to QPR. Is that how he went after this? I think so, yeah. You, there's a, or yeah, maybe you, he went you might have to un- Australia. You might, have unlocked a, you might have unlocked a memory. But he was definitely at QPR. That sounds like something QPR would do, to be fair. Yeah. That sounds very QPR. So that tells you the kind of esteemed company that we're yeah, in. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that long afterwards, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't stick around for another season, did he? That was 11, 12, I don't 11, think so. Yeah, I don't think he was there for ABB experience. He wasn't there for ABB. Gas was still there. Gas kind of became the Nelson figure of the team. Yeah. But this, of course, brings us to the main man who was at fault for this season. Yeah. Harry Redknapp's dog. Yeah. I say man, I mean girl. Man, that's yeah. It's Ro- called Rosie. Rosie. Because <laughs> you know when, when Harry was putting money in his offshore account, he has to name her after his dog for some reason. <laughs> you know, he just loves us so much. Really, really loves us that you much, um, and it's it's you know there there are some similarities here, not not so much with the the money stuff and all that weird sort of discourse and those those stories, but you know in the sense that there was still a fair amount to play for in that season, and it was a bit of a self inflicted uh, catastrophic end to the season. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like, I like you clicking your fingers like what's the word oh yes again, yeah. catastrophic into the season yeah well it was pretty bad wasn't it it, just, was, it was awful in, just in that everything that went wrong could have gone wrong well could you imagine if it happened like, in the, like Twitter wasn't as big back then social media mm. wasn't as big back then can you imagine that happening now that the collapse that Spurs went on yeah and Chelsea robbing them of the last Champions League place yeah it would have been like bad. all that it would have been Really bad. Yeah. It would have been. I don't think horrendous. I would have. Um, I don't think I would have logged into Twitter on no. that day. I think no, I would have given it a miss. Yeah. Oh, I love it, but it can be um, toxic. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> it would have been bad. You, like, yeah, you yeah. think pieces that come out of them, like, like this, for example. Who would we blame for that? I blame the dog. <laughs> and this is not the only dog that will be blamed for Tottenham's mess <laughs> as well. So you could stay. You could stay tuned for yeah. that. Yeah. Never even got the England job. 
I know, that was the big so, thing. After all that. Okay, we'll give it to Roy. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I'm not employed. No, no, I'm at QPR. No, I'm at QPR. And yeah, vicious cycle in the end, I suppose. But rough. Yeah, um, that brings us to number 30. Which? <laughs> at the end yeah. of that season, Tottenham sold Luka Modric. But it wasn't the only thing they got in the deal. They didn't just get 30 million cash. They also received a special relationship where they talked about Ooh, exchanging yeah. of ideas and scouting reports and coaching stuff and methods and all this stuff. Sounds good. And, yeah, what did Spurs get out of it? 85 mil when they sold Gareth Bale for Real Madrid a oh. year later. Oh, okay. Um, that's, that's not much at all. Have we it? ever bought a player uh, from Real Madrid? Yeah, I was just trying to think. Regulon. Is re- yeah, regular. Is that it? Um, I mean... Rafa was before Rafa got before, sold, yeah, he doesn't it? count. He was pre-special um, relationship. He doesn't really count. I mean, Bale came back on loan from Real Madrid, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, Bale, I don't know how yeah. much uh, that owed to the special relationship, but um, it did happen. But yeah, we have not got um, anything out of that. Personally, I would count honest. Modric and Bale's Champions League titles, I suppose, as own. Yeah, I, I think that's only fair. Yeah, um, some people will disagree. And I think you and just need wrong, to dig you know? your heels in uh, yeah, and just but, say, listen. Uh, look, is it my fault you're wrong? No. no. Uh, You've you got to look inwards sometimes. Exactly. You know? exactly. You know? Some self-reflection. To be introspective. It's good for all of us. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I'm glad we settled that. Real Madrid Champions League titles for Spurs. That's cool. Yeah, and speaking of Spurs and Real Madrid links. Yes, that does. that's a nice segue, isn't Juan it? Juan de Ramos. Juan de Who's the last who's Spurs num- manager he's a, to yes. win a trophy. He's number 29 on the blame ranking. <laughs> Because he didn't set us up for future success, unfortunately. He did not. I, but I did hear, I was listening to an interview with Justin Poirier recently about, he was talking about uh, their side and they, uh, they just thought, I think it was just the amount of players that were shifted between areas mm. where, so the team that won the League Cup was a very different team to the one the summer the summer after because all these key players moved on and the, kind of, the messages weren't hitting the same way. Like, mm. It was a different kind of culture. Which I understand, but at the same time, could you not be twentieth after eight games in the yeah. Premier League with Tottenham? Is that really that hard? Yeah, that was that was not good. It's a good argument for the kind of a trophy's really a measure of a manager's success and stuff. Yes, because you look at one yeah. Randy Ramos is like the shining example. It's just like okay, what we're we talking about. Yeah, somehow it ended up at Real Madrid the following year. But like, uh, where he wouldn't rank very highly if you had to. Rank Tottenham managers over the last I wonder, 20 I wonder years. if Real Madrid managers, not man, Real Madrid supporters, sorry, know one of their managers. Do they even remember he was there? Do they know what the League Cup is? <laughs> League you've, Cup? Oh, you've won the League Cup, what, six, eight times? We've won the Champions League for <laughs> yeah. times, you know. That's the trophy we yeah. look out for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's, a, that's an odd one looking back at Juan but, Day being. But we will argue. That was not really one day Ramos's team. Yeah. The the blame should fall to number twenty eight, <laughs> Martignol, because that was spiritually his team. Poor mine. Yeah. And I've heard whispers that he considered it because it was his team. You yeah. Know. Which I think is fair enough. Yeah, did he win the final? Him. No. Did he make the team? Yes. Martin put in all the hard yards. Yeah, he did. Yeah. For for three four years, only made Spurs a good team again. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, how much can we blame poor, poor Martin? We've given him 2 out of 10 here. 2.1 um, out of 10. 2.1 out of 10, yeah. A very, very fine difference. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. I love that. I love him. I really did. Oh, man. Like, lovable um, guy. Yeah, he brought some good football back to Spurs. Brought, brought some great brotherly names in as well. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I know who you. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to Google Martin Yole's brothers' names and come back to us, you can hear just what a tough life he's had. <laughs> <laughs> he got off scot free. To be fair, Martin's a normal name. Martin's totally normal. Yeah, but he is this bro. What is he? He's, he's, I can't remember what he's called. It's Dick, <laughs> Dicky or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even something worse. I think it is worse than that. I think it is worse. Uh, but obviously we can't talk about Martin Yarl without climbing to number 27. Yes, Palmos. No, Sanger, <laughs> sorry. Um, I wish, yeah. <laughs> wish it was Palmos we could play. I wish we could play. Middlesbrough haven't done that much damage to us apart from the FA Cup last year. Yeah. Oh, but we but the Lasagna is just so iconic, unfortunately, isn't it? Um, just because I don't think it would ever be allowed to happen again. To again, again, something would be much, much worse in the modern social media yeah I mean especially when everyone thinks there's a there's an agenda and a conspiracy oh god yeah the already. conspiracy theories um, you, I mean they're, they're already rife at, even now like, <laughs> about referee decisions everyone's still like, yeah well everyone still has an opinion on what on who caused Lasagna Gate and you know there are pictures of arson in a, in a chef's <laughs> hat and everything like that so could you imagine the memes these days if something like that happened it'd be be terrible there'd be social media accounts making pictures of Spurs players looking queasy and all that sort of stuff it would be it would be carnage did you ever read, did you ever read Match Magazine yeah every now and, yeah, and again I remember the edition that came out after this happened and it was literally that it was Wenger it was a comic of Wenger ah. cooking the team it was like you bastards and then the West Ham fans threw loads of toilet roll on oh, yeah. during that last game as well which is, which was tough um but yeah, I, I don't think I'd have Lasagna before a big game. Yeah, we are. Some, I know some players come out and said that it wasn't Lasagna, it was just a general bug that was going around. It wasn't It wasn't related to the food, it was just a, a virus as a camp, yeah. and that was it. Um, yeah. But do you, do you remember actually, um, there were rumours that that was happening again last season. Remember Gary Lineker tweeted so, about yeah. he's heard something from the Spurs camp, something <laughs> in a source, you know, like, yeah, the players are ill, it might be Lasagna Gate 2.0. For the impartial. Yeah, and right. like, this was at the back end of our work trip to Barcelona, and I was on the later flight, so I was, in, I was just having lunch in the city, and I remember looking at my phone and being like, oh, you're joking, <laughs> you're joking, do not ruin this for me. And then it turned out it was fine. Yeah, what game would, would that have been? It was pre-Norwich. Oh, pre-Norwich. I think it turned out like I remember the week before that Conte talks about there was like a little bit of a virus like I remember like Kuliszewski didn't start one of the games mm-hmm. because he had a something wrong with him so I think it wasn't without basis or yeah. anything but it, it, it passed over and it was fine but I remember being really scared about that yeah. it was just like I'm not having this in the modern age not again yeah okay not that bring, so moving on to number 26 oh <sighs> Great voice, great pipes. Adele. Adele How yeah. could Adele do this? <laughs> I'm not going to do How any could singing. Do this? No, we won't, we won't do any singing. I, 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 I have lots of nice things to say about Adele, but the fact that she, you know, she can't put one in the top corner, what good is that for my club? Just adding lots of pressure, Doesn't lots of expectation. Right. One of the most famous singers ever, and one she's a Spurs singer, fan. Yeah. And we can't live with that pressure. What, what are we supposed to do? I don't know, bro. What can I do? Um, why, why isn't she playing at the stadium? Why is it someone else? <laughs> if Adele's voice could play right back, that would be fantastic. That would be Unfortunately, um, that's that's to be enjoyed on a on a different level and not in a stadium yeah. or Spurs level. Yeah. Um, but you know, she has to suffer like the rest of us. So, <laughs> you know, 
She doesn't tweet about it enough. She should like be on social media, like be like a proper Doom poster. <laughs> that would be really great. I don't think I could hack it. We need we need more. We do need more. But yeah, so she's a bit of hometown glory, isn't she? Yeah. At least she loves selling our stadiums, Wembley Stadium to be exact. Yeah. Speaking of Wembley Stadium, Wembley Stadium was number twenty-five on this list. Hmm. What a horrible little place. Yeah, tough, um, tough, tough ground to go to. Especially if you were a Spurs fan in yeah. those years. <laughs> tough place to go. Yeah. Um, I didn't fully buy into Tough the, place to get to. Yeah, yeah that, was the, that was the big thing, yeah. I didn't, I didn't fully buy into the, oh, every game at Wembley is an away game bit quite, but it was... Yeah, it 25% was... 25% an away game? There, there, are a few, there are a few good instances of, of when it was rocking. I, I remember I went, to, um, I went to the Liverpool game, which is the last time Spurs actually beat Liverpool. They won 4-1. And it was really, really That's the last time we beat there. them? I think so, yeah. I mean, you've got the brain for it, so I'll let you whiz through. But I think, no, I think you're right. I think you are right, yeah. Because um, I think we went, we went there. Yes. Yeah. Talk about bogey teams. That's bogey. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it was it was never really a good a good home. It just was not a club stadium. At yeah. You could tell that. And then players were coming out and saying, "Oh, you know, we need to move move." Move back as soon as possible. Well, I, think, like I, I think it was interesting that I think one of the first interviews was out of Vild. I think it was before like the Wembley curse kind of became a thing. It was like the difference between playing there and White Hart Lane was that there was like things of White Hart Lane that you could use to stand on the pitch. Like if you, if the line, the defensive line was high up as far as like one of the um, the pillars in the east stand. Yeah, just visually. Yeah, just that. yeah. So there's things like that. It was like getting used to these new surroundings. The pitch was a bit bigger as well. It was more vast, so the atmosphere is a bit different there as well. Um, but yeah, there were good times. I remember I was at the Real Madrid game, uh, yeah. both Arsenal games. Um, so there were good times, but just really kind of a soulless. Yeah, um, and people were just looking to get out by the end as well. Yeah. Really. Nobody really wanted to. I remember, the, fir- I remember the first game, the Monaco game as well. Um, so, so much expectation. It was, it was a really hot evening. It was the back end of summer, basically. Mm. And it was roasting. I mean, obviously, we lost 2 1. We weren't very good. Deserved to lose. And the they hadn't really figured out the queuing system yet to get out of the stadium. Mm. So, standing there for like oh, over an hour in the vacant oh. get back to Wembley Park. So, I'm very glad that we won't have to play home games there again. I am very much looking forward to Chelsea spending at least four years away from Stamford Bridge <laughs> and playing games at Wembley. Because they're going to hate it. Four uh, years. That's a yeah. long time. Four we years. We were, there for a year, years. we were there for a year and a half, and that felt like eternity. Four oh, years. Oh, it's so long. We were getting four ripped for, for it towards the end as yeah. well. Like, like four, genuinely four years. Four years, because they got... So they got like, four years. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they got like completely knocked down Stamford Bridge and rebuilt it because of the, the, the area. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, That's uh, wild. Well, I've fun doing but, that. Yeah, so... The, I'll tell not, you from previous yeah. experience, it's not amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but this is not... The only stadium on the list. Um, it's number not tw- no. number twenty-four because things. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium costs a billion pounds. And what's it done? How many goals it scored? Clean sheets kept. Assists. Crosses yeah. complete. Take ons complete. <laughs> XG. XA. I just think we're still waiting for that first game where things really kick off, uh. aren't we? <laughs> where we really make that stadium our own. But <laughs> uh, a few first yeah. now. Unfortunately, like um, it did. The the stadium didn't really feel too too much of a draw when they were going out in really poor fashion at home to AC Milan you know it didn't feel like the, the stadium was going to get us a goal that we were going to suck in a goal and that's not there, ha- there have been yeah. times where that has happened to be fair like it's not without oh, yeah 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 that's, that's they've been, they've, they've at least been good games there. but but 
but at the same time, it's well, it's, it's, enough. and it's hilarious because these these acoustics that the that the, the 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 club put in the stadium at the start, they just they pick up on everything. So yeah, I think I think you've experienced it a bit more than I have this season, but it gets pretty hostile. It can, it can, yeah. <laughs> I guess the, again, the counterpoint is that there, there is a lot of potential still because I've, I've always gone about the Arsenal game at the end of last season, like. Honestly, the banging, the ringing in your ears, the way that... That's the atmosphere that the kind of fans really strike. Well, I know everyone talks about the Ajax game, which are there for that as well, and that was really amazing. But just being sat somewhere in the stadium where, the, where you aren't kind of surrounded by home fans for that Arsenal game, mm. and just like... It was just like... It felt like... It felt like you wanted to go take a shower or something. And I think that's the, that is the atmosphere kind of we should be aspiring to. And I imagine... When, th- when we get the rub of the green and things start going well again in the future... They will at some point. Yeah. Don't know when. Yeah, when do we get the rub of the green? I don't, I don't know. When does that usually happen? Don't know. Is it soon? Hopefully it's soon. <laughs> Wouldn't mind it being yeah. soon. Speaking but of the stadium. Yeah, obviously you've got the stadium. Number and then there's, there's, there's no bloody cheese. There's the cheese room. They the non-existent cheese, cheese room. room. Yeah, it's not there. Um, and I know we've just had lunch. We, we've, we've had burgers and chicken in here. But, um, chicken. but I'm looking at a load of cheese now on the 90 million website. Um, and I fancy some cheese. And yeah, it's quite an appetising yeah. picture, actually. But but but, but one option that is not available is going to Tottenham Stadium for cheese because they never made the cheese room. It's something that's so convoluted when it kind of came out of the leaks. And it's just like, why would you not do it? You've got to go through with it now. <laughs> it's in the blueprint. Yeah. Surely it wasn't Surely. just a throwaway bit. Who, who, who said, it. you know what? I don't want a cheese room. Is that part of Poch's plans? Because I know Poch has something to say in just wondering if there are any really important officials who might have been driving or banging the the cheese room what if we signed a player that was like lactose intolerant or something and they're like no if you build a cheese room I will die maybe that was it maybe that must be that maybe that's why Jabal didn't want to come (laughs) we'll come back to him later he's on this list oh goody number 22 Beaver Town yeah I can't believe Beaver Town did this I know it's terrible. Oh, you've seen those? Um, you've seen the pint glasses they use though? Pretty amazing. There, I, I got one at home. I got a coffee mug at home. Beaver Town coffee mug. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. it's really amazing. But they are they are the reason this club is in shambles. But well, yes, so. they do peddle IPA bollocks, and, <laughs> and um, that is that's never good for a football. They will club. never be Camden Hills. They will never be. <laughs> they won't even be a red stripe. Mate. They'll, 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 they're in the gutter forever. They um, they took over the ticket office to build a pub. <laughs> what? Why? Why? I'm just going to go to the B. Oh, it's really nice. Oh, I bet it is. They're the reason that we're sliding down the table. Yeah, if, you, if you're happy to just accept the mediocrity of Beavertown. <laughs> then, uh, Beavertown and Tottenham together as one. This is what's going to happen, I'm afraid. Um, I don't think I've ever had a pint of Beavertown. Yeah, me so, um, you know, I'm just assuming they... I mean, they got 4.5 on the blame rating, so I was just... Yeah. We need to add a disclaimer somewhere so I don't get legally sued or anything. <laughs> um, I mean, you can always just give us three cans of beer yeah. and it'll be fine. But we're not quite done with things involved in the stadium, are we, Jude? Number no! 20, number 21. It's the, it's the root of our problems, apparently, and it's the National Football League, which I, I which is the NFL. The NFL. Yeah, from America. The L uh, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Liga. yeah. 
Um, I've never quite gotten into the NFL. Me neither. I couldn't. Um, I, couldn't. I tried Tom this Brady. Year. Um, but that's pretty much as Mahomes. far as I go. <laughs> Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I tried this year. I, I really tried. So a friend of mine tried to get me into it, and I tried to keep up with it, but it was just too. Yeah. It's too much going on. I'll stick to basketball. I think that that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, there's a there's a ten year agreement to play matches at Spurs now. Um, and they have a, a pitch underneath the turf, the football turf they that they they wheel Special out. Special pitch. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't really know what you what you think <laughs> about that in terms of where modern football is. <laughs> I just I I, I I should have put this in the article. I completely forgot about it. Um, I just thought of it now. Um, I remember when it first was announced. They were like, "Oh, it's going to use a different pitch," and they were like, "How are you going to do that?" And it's just like the whole thing with the pitch opening up mm-hmm. and going under and sliding, whatever. I remember there was like someone, I can't remember who, but they like had a real kind of problem. It was like, our player's not going to trip on the seams and they're going to get the stuff to break their leg or something. And I'm like, oh my Jesus Christ. On the seams. It's just like, ugh. I think they're going to be, those 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 bits of turf are going to be quite separate. So yeah. I wouldn't worry about that. Worry. Really One day the pitch just opens up, it's like a massive cavern. It's like in like, the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Bane just takes control of the stadium, opens up the pitch and all the players fall beneath <laughs> Like that scene in Toy Story when Buzz at the start when Buzz is in the video game and the floor falls beneath him. No. Just like that. Speaking of the stadium and the innovation of the stadium, number twenty. Yeah. Richard Hammond. I, I I never saw this this um this episode. Did you not? It's really good actually. You should go yeah. watch it. I'm not I'm not sold on Richard Hammond. I'm not either. Never sold. But that's why but that's why he's on this list, you know. Because yeah. <laughs> he yeah because he yeah the, he's yeah the stadium featured on an episode of Richard Hammond's Big, and it was actually really cool. Yeah. But. Did the club need their ego stroking like that, Jude? Probably not. No, probably probably not. They're sat at home. They're like, probably oh, not. Richard Hammond really looks at the stadium. That's really good. But I, maybe, I doubt maybe they need any convincing. Maybe we don't need a creative midfielder. <laughs> We've got Richard, Ted and <laughs> Richard Hammond in number 10. We'll be fine. Yeah, I mean... I'm, when did this episode come out then? Was it a few years ago? It was... Or was end it of 2019, after? I think. Oh, okay, so stadium's still pretty new. Uh, Newish, newish enough where it's like still kind of a novelty. Okay, well, it sort of, yeah, it sort of makes sense. I suppose they would have taken any opportunity to get on TV oh, and they, show, and they took it all right. Because it, it it's, right. it's brainwashed people like me. <laughs> it was a really good episode. Yeah, there's clips of it on YouTube. I don't actually know what I don't know what channel they shared on, but the clips clips on YouTube. It's gonna be big. Yeah, that brings us to the worst ones, dude. Number nineteen. This is quite meta. I know. Daft podcasters like you and me. Uh, yeah. We are everything wrong with I'm this club. Daft. What are you talking about? I'm How many goals do you score for Spurs, dude? None. None. Waste of space. When I haven't... Yeah. If it's not me and my Spurs shirt at six aside, then none technically. But um, I, I don't really hold myself responsible for any of Tottenham big shit. Don't you? Days. Don't you? No. That's very no. noble of you, dude, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's 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 comments that like like that 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 make you part of the problem, Sean. So uh, it's true. I'm a bastard. So um, maybe just yeah, think before you 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 accuse me of being daft. I hate myself. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> Good lord. Um, but yeah, I appreciated the Tim Robinson uh, as well. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's I was hoping it was there. Right. I was trying to find some other ones, but I couldn't find them. That guy's also dressed like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we'll have a we'll have a new episode for people to listen to. So that's, that's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. Five point two. How where, how did you come to five point two then? I was going up incrementally. I just did, incrementally. I, did, I, yeah, I was trying to make it as even as possible. It's just where they placed. Yeah. 
Fair play. Don't have a metric or anything. <laughs> I, have, I have the eye test. Just the eye test. The eye test, test yeah. says we suck. Yeah, I don't need any expected yeah, bollocks. Cool. Like that. Yeah. That brings us to number 18, though. Yeah. Well, I, I, I fear we're. Sorry to disrupt, but I feel we're, we're, we're slowly getting into bits that are actually going to make me sad. Rather than sort of the, the joke. We're in serious territory. Right? Yeah. Somewhat, no, this this is where everyone needs to get a big the, glass yeah. of red wire and yeah. stick on there some is sat- There is more, there is more satire ahead. Sorry. Thank God. Because <laughs> this bloke. Yeah, this guy. Demir Scamina. The, the fellow who gave a penalty for, for Liverpool in the first or second. No, that was the first minute. It was 22 there? seconds. No, no chance we made into the second. No. Yeah. We hadn't touched the ball. We hadn't touched the ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was first the first touch of the ball. I guess then, and it was only yeah. <laughs> penalty. Oh man, you can't do yeah. that, ref. Yeah, it's not on. It's it that that sucked. And that's one of the things where, in the moment, I was just so kind of like, head down, get on with it. There's no point moaning. Mm. Like just get on with it. Okay, we're a goal down. Just get on with it. Score a goal. Make it. Make it a final. Mm. And the further I get away from it, the more I'm like. What the fuck was that? <laughs> no, no bar check, nothing. He didn't realise that. So Psycho's arm was hold out the, the whole time, pointing at Trippier to get back. Yeah, did nothing. Still, no. yeah, still, still pointing to the spot. No, yeah. Mane was so, like, okay, I'm just gonna hit against his arm now, guys. I don't, guys, yeah, I guys. So many guys. There's no one there, but I'm gonna hit it. guys. Ref pen. Ref. Yeah, penalty. Pen. Good enough for me. Ref. Straight to no? the spot. Yeah, no. Yeah, goal. So. Yeah, I start feeling. Uh, I start. I just feel apathetic um, yeah. every time I think about that. And, and people kind of like when I talk to my friends about this and stuff. It's like that was like the, one of the worst Champions League finals ever. It's like yeah, because the ref gave away a pen after twenty two seconds, <laughs> killed the game. Stop calling yeah, me about it. <laughs> gave Liverpool the exact game plan from the first minute that they needed to go. It and could win. not have been better from Liverpool point of view. They had a goal and a reason for Spurs to be uh, annoyed. Yeah, and Spurs attacking lads just drop stinkers. Yeah, but what can you do? Except from blame Demir Scalina. It is the most Spurs thing ever. Yeah, it's it's it's. It, re- it it's really bad. is. It, re- it sort of means you can't be surprised about. by anything that happens. That's true, these actually. Days. Yeah. Because um, you know, is you, it going to get worse than that? Probably not. Yeah. Get relegated. That's fine. <laughs> probably not. Like. Yeah, getting relegated would be better than losing a Champions League final. I mean, fucking hell, that's it's so horrible. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Never again. Okay, we briefly touched on before. Number seventeen, Paolo Dybala's image rights. <laughs> Spurs made a really late play to sign Paolo Dybala the summer after that Champions League final. Mm. Really late. I remember the, it first came out a couple of weeks before the end. Oh, they're looking into it. Nothing really happened. There was more talk. He might go to United, but he turned them down because he wanted to play in the Europa League. And then we come back in on the last couple of days, and it does seem like something that. There's like a willingness on both sides. I don't think Debar was thrilled about it, but he's like, okay, they've yeah. they just played the Champions League final, they're playing the Premier League, London, there's a lot of... Argentine's there, Pochettino's the manager, Lo Celso's going to go as well. Mm. Whatever, let's, let's try and do it. And then Spurs are trying to work around this image rights thing because he sold them when he was younger, kind of get more money when he didn't have as much. And it was too convoluted a... Uh, legal thing to get around with so little left of the window mm. and it kind of just joins the legends of like all the other failed transfers before like they remember like you're in the moment you're like oh, this is just like the Rivaldo letter or <laughs> some of the other big ones like Leandro Damiao Damiao Moutinho <laughs> like he just goes right in that category and if anything he's like it's worse because 
he was like a proper genuine superstar. Like people didn't mm-hmm. like necessarily like people who like football know that he was on the outskirts of like he was almost like a household name. People like the name Dabalo, you'd be like, Oh yeah, I've heard I've heard that name somewhere. Yeah. And it seemed like he would have been an interesting fit for sure. Um Spurs was sort of on the lookout. He's I don't know how much of a number ten he is, but he's definitely a support striker more than yeah. out and out lad. And he, he might have taken Spurs in a different direction, sort of post Christian Eriksen. Um but yeah, it was sort of late on in that window and it looked like that might happen, but there were also links to like Coutinho and Bruno Fernandes and and all these Bruno sort of Fernandes. people and then La Celso ended up happening and that, that was that was the big one with Spurs late in that window. Yeah. And um Never quite convinced everyone, Gio Lo Celso. Even when even the thing is, even when he was good, like it was, he was more praised for like doing his defensive work. It was never more yeah. like on the ball stuff. I do, I do remember. Um, people were saying that uh, by the time of the lockdown, oh, he was Spurs' player of the season. Which is like he's just so obviously not. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. It was, um... um, because he, I think the, the, <laughs> one of the things I don't like about the Celso is. He wears his shorts in a way that when he's running, it looks like he's running while crouching at the same time, <laughs> and it just makes me really uncomfortable. I'm like, how are you doing that? Like, yeah, it's like, but yeah, yeah. I haven't noticed that too much, but um, I'm I'm happy to beat him with that stick if you're doing it already. That's fine. Yeah, um, don't think he's coming back. Yeah, so I, I, I guess Dybala is. I mean, you sort of take it or leave it these days, right? Mm. Injury prone at Roma. I yeah, I do think there was uh, maybe there were good reasons why it didn't happen. So but it, may, it might have you know it might have the Pochero might have ended differently. We might have had, he might have been something to kind of rejuvenate the attack that we might have needed. Yeah, he might have been like the the kind of either the guy behind the striker or on the right who might have brought things together. He might have brought a new dimension like the way that Kulusevski did when he first came as well. Maybe that was maybe that's how it turns out. Might have been the planning. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. But He's at Roma now. He is at Roma now. Um, that brigs us to the Roma manager at number 16. Uh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Really, I'm quite surprised I didn't put him higher up this list. But 16 so is, is, yeah, I guess he's he was sort of just more um, more, more of a symptom. I, of, of yeah, is it, is, it, is it his fault that he didn't know he was washed? Yeah, yeah this no, is true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how is he supposed to turn down a job when a chairman comes up to him and says or, or still thinks of him as one of the two best managers in the world um, and was like on camera being very happy so I can't no, I, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not just that he said it that David Levy said that, that Mourinho was one of the two best coaches in the world it's that the documentary came out after the season had ended <laughs> and there was time for him to go and edit that so that that didn't make the cut and they were like nope put it in Put it in. Has to be. Put in. it in. Come on. We have to see everyone for what they are. I will be vindicated by this one day, I promise you. <laughs> and then you didn't get vindicated. Yeah, so I I feel like we've gone over Jose Mourinho on previous episodes of Oh What a Night. There are a lot there's um, a lot of old What a Night Oh What a Night yeah. podcasts where Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You can listen to A our... bigger gang of us. <laughs> Talk about Jose Mourinho. I'd actually be interested in listening to a post of Mourinho pod. <sighs> I, mean, I, wonder, I do wonder what we will say. I, I, Thank I, God. I, I, feel, I feel kind of familiar. It's a familiar <laughs> feeling. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he was he, at least he was funny towards the end, looking back in, in, in hindsight. It is, just... Yeah, it's something like our colleague Scott Sauna says, he's one of the managers who it's great to watch if he's not managing your club. Yeah. yeah you, you know, the more you look at it, the more just sort of weirder style of play he had in the modern game, just because it didn't evolve whatsoever in it. Yeah. Got to the point where they were playing four four two with Vinicius up front with Kane, yeah. so um, it was. It just it, it was sort of similar to what it is now. It, it just stunk of like no ideas, <laughs> no no attacking, yeah, thrust or anything. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, th- I actually think sixteen's all right because I don't think I don't move is a bit of a melt. Well, we'll see the, the reasons above. Yeah. So number fifteen, the Croatian authorities, <laughs> who arrested Dinamo Zagreb manager. Zoran Mamic mm. um, before our Europa League tie. Spurs led 2 0 from the first leg. All they had to do was not lose by two goals in normal time mm. and then after extra time not lose by three. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. No, well, um, Mislav Orsic of, um, of Southampton fame yes. these days, of course. Surprised it scored against us at the weekend, actually. Yeah, I, this is the thing. It seemed quite of, right it, for the narrative. That's really interesting. It's a, well, it's a very Spurs narrative, isn't it? Mm. Some sort of old random just coming back and haunting you time after time again. Um, that's not like us. But yeah, that, that, the manager going to prison sort of was the chaotic boost Zagreb needed somehow. And then they, I think a couple of the goals he scored were, um, were actually like they were belters, but at the same time, like uh, I can't, re- I actually can't remember the, the the team Spurs put out. But there's so many instances of just mismanagement over the years where they'll just change up teams from weekend to weekend, and they go into the midweek yeah. and they're just so cold. And um, I mean, <laughs> it's it's tough as well with Davidson Sanchez is playing in a, in a in a crunch European tie, and you're like, oh, we, we need to be solid at the back here. And, doesn't quite happen. Well, at least he wasn't brought as an impact sub. Yeah. We must need to go goal. Always <laughs> be worse. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, if maybe if Zoran Mamic walks free, maybe the game is different. Maybe Dean Rosago don't get this kind of extra boost they need. <laughs> Whatever. But that's not the nonsense from that game. Because, yeah. at number 14, we have Joe Hart's social media manager. Who, in the after game, of this game that Joe Hart played, did he play? No, he didn't play. I don't think he did. No, he didn't play. No. He was there, though. He, he was, was there. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. 
and Spurs lost 3-0 after extra time. And Joe Hart's social media manager, getting ready for Spurs to announce that they've gone through to the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. blindly reposted the final score graphic with a message of, like, congratulations, on to the next one, something like that. Job effect. done, right? Job done, that job was done. it. That was it. And then... Good job, Joe. This is in the social media <laughs> era. Yes. This, is, this yeah. is really problematic. And all of a sudden, Joe Hart is posting a video where he says... I don't know how this happened. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Sorry. Yeah. The yeah. Game. Because these these results happen every now and again, and teams will go out of Europe or out of FA Cup. Things like, you know, it's sort of, sort of inevitable. I, I would I would read an inside story or oral history of <laughs> Joe Hart's social media manager posting <laughs> this image. Yeah, I would be really interested. In that. I love like stories like this where it's just like, how did this happen? Like they all they kind of like, break it down, and it was like, it's like the mood had changed. You can always ask a uh, chat GPT. I could always maybe do that after. You can ask it to write a story. But yeah, I mean, it's it's tough enough when these results happen. It's it just makes it sort of like that much worse when something stupid like this yeah. goes on afterwards because it's another thing that your your phone's. He's like, off four. It's like, like, oh, have you seen is, this? Is the loss not enough? Can we not just? I'm seeing, that, yeah. yeah, I'm seeing crying, laughing faces coming through my phone at something which is pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you didn't, you didn't smash it out of the park. No, it weren't great. Old Joey boy, mm. and he was off pretty soon after. It's not because of that, I don't not think. But, that, but there was a big old clear out, and he got, he got told he wasn't going to play by yeah. Nuno, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, that was it. First day, <laughs> he was like, you know, you're not playing. No, no, I don't care. I'll get, I'll get another Second one. In. I don't care if you're not, you're not even playing. You're not there. Get out. We, we became uh, Galini FC after that. Didn't oh, we? that was really great. Did, yeah. did you read somewhere that that was? I think Football London reported it that Galini was initially like Paratici's long-term plan to replace Larice. It was just like you've clearly never watched a goalkeeper <laughs> before. Yeah, he had some mental moments, yeah. didn't he? Um, um, but if you, yeah. he did the remember we get the, the Chelsea Chelsea one. Yeah, we comes yeah. to the cross and he misses it. Ah. Oh. You could probably just say the Chelsea one and you'd be like, yeah. that'd be the right answer for any yeah. Spurs. Right? <laughs> true, true, yeah. Who's that so, old manager, you know, the Chelsea one? <laughs> so, at, so at 13, a few weeks after the social media incident, there's another one. And this involves Dulux. We won their account. Um, it gets announced that they're kind of the official paint supplier of Spurs. Whatever, you, this is kind of a Levy, this is Levy in his element. Making the paint supplier of paint Spurs, supplier of Spurs. Eh? yeah, sure. Big All brand right. though. I'm in. But tell me more. So they make a joke about Spurs not winning any trophies. Uh, Picture of the Dulux dog with extra anti cabinet, stuff yeah. like that. And then they got to delete it, and I don't know if the punch was ended or whatever, if someone talking to or whatever. But again, one of those instances where you use mentions of just now, your phone's off the hook. Yeah. I mean, like it's bad. I would, I, I, I'd have liked Spurs to have gone straight to Dulux's competitors after they posted those tweets. Crown paints. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> good um, Sainsbury's <laughs> no own. And they just, yeah, Sainsbury's own would have been good. And just, and just got a new, got a new partnership with those lot. But ah, oh, this, yeah, it's low hanging fruit, isn't it? That, that, it was, was, that was the it thing. Was, yeah, we were right in the pitch. Yeah. So. I think as a Spurs fan, it's um, I think you've got to be somewhat prepared for a little bit of ribbing and all that. Um, I'm not going to take it from a Dulox dog, though. Yeah. Um, Stupid I, I, dog. Yeah, I'm not going to... Two dogs on this list. I'm not going to sit here getting mugged off by a by a big old furry dog. Two dogs at fault for Spurs' collapse. You know, 
really makes you think. It does make you think. Um, but if Dulux ever won any trophies, like, no. who cares about best paint? Who yeah. goes to the paint awards? Yeah. Nobody goes to the paint awards. Yeah, but you're saying low hanging fruit, and the kind of one of the reasons why spells such a low hanging fruit is because of the words of number twelve, Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah, it's three word team talk, lads. It's Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Sets up a generation of jokes. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, he probably doesn't care about that. Man United probably don't care about that. Um, and I, I, I think Spurs have got to do a little better to uh, <laughs> to rid themselves of that sort of tag. Mm. Because, uh, you know, if, if somebody else is pointing something out that's quite obvious and you're getting offended by it, it's, I, don't, I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you're quite soft at the core and this stuff happens. I understand why you said it. You know, they were, man, they were Man United. Yeah, exactly. Just, well, yeah, just exactly. about mid-table fodder, you're going to be saying... Yeah, it's just because it's Spurs that yeah. people pick people up on it and oh, think yeah. it's you know. Oh, think it's no way! <laughs> ah, you must be mistaken. That's like that. a proper brain. Uh, but yeah, but, but yeah, that's tough. That's that one generation. The but next I, generation. Yeah. We um we we beat Fergie at Old Trafford in their last season. So in Who? his last season at A V B Spurs. Don't you feel shit, Sir Alex? The tongue. Um, yeah, he set up, so he up, set yeah. up one generation of jokes. The next generation of jokes was set up by number eleven. Yeah, Giorgio Chiellini. This guy rattles me a bit more. Yeah, obviously because the 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 Juve Spurs Champions League, and then there was Euro twenty twenty. Yeah, well, which is which is which is rough. I don't think I don't think you think that's what you meant. I think what he meant was that they wouldn't make it past that stage. No, I think I think it was more that kind of the Spurs like they know if if you score one against Spurs, you can get another in a quick succession, which will happen in the home leg as well. Yeah, they went two 0 up quite quickly. I think that's what he meant, but people kind of saw it as this kind of. The way that he worded it is like, ah, uh, ha, ha, Spurs. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that would be a, a pretty ri- ridiculous um, way to look at it as well, especially seeing the Spurs went so close <laughs> across that time yeah. to come out with like instant disrespect is 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 an odd one, Got especially when the they're like, yeah, 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 well, <laughs> it's 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 something, isn't it? But they like, I remember they hit the post in like the ninetieth minute or something like that, ball just didn't trickle yeah. over the line. Um, and you know it, it it is what it is, and you you pick quite a, a shit house picture of him there. And it, <laughs> it, uh, it, it I saw it. I was like, yeah, that one. That's the one. Yeah, he's got his tongue out. Why is he? Why? Yeah, such a. You know, Why yeah. are you the way that you are? <laughs> yeah. Okay, George. I hate so much about what you choose to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, number ten. This is number quite 10. a funny one. Like I I, rem- I remember back in the days when I was a vegetarian. You got, um, <laughs> Do you, re- you remember this, right? Yeah. So yeah. number ten, number ten on who is to blame for Spurs is Chick King. Um, I can't even remember what the what the thing was before, but I think you said something along the lines of, "Oh, you don't know Chick King," and I was like, "No, I've got I've got no idea." I was like, "When's the last time you went to a Spurs game?" I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I it's remember. Only, it's only yeah, a week yeah. or so ago. It's it fine. It's like you've never been to Chick King. It's like, uh, well, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> 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 Since seen the light, so um, not the same now. But yeah, I don't think I I, I haven't had I haven't had the chicken. From chicken, it's good chicken. so it, it will have to be as a fried chicken kind of connoisseur is not the, yeah. not the connoisseur but a connoisseur because yeah, the, the connoisseur was not as glowing in his review and I thought I was quite offended by that um, yeah. yeah nice guys nice guys and twins are they twins there's two twins isn't there? there's two, two uh, no, 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 no one set of twins but so there's four <laughs> I'm seeing double here. oh my god four twins four twins <laughs> four yeah that's quite a thing. Seven out of ten for them. Um, you know, 
Well, would, would, it, would I care? Would I care to flock to the lane as much if the chicken wasn't there? Probably not. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. This is this is more of an honourable place, isn't it? I'd say <laughs> compared to the other lads uh, that are included. Um, what the got good meal deals in there? Is it is it good bang for your buck? It's good, yeah, yeah. Well priced, fair priced, better priced than stadium probably. There's still there's still big queues there whenever I get there. Yeah, I can imagine. I think people are way up goes for down, this. Goes down the road. How much chicken do you reckon they get through on match day? Good lord. I think at least three chickens. <laughs> three big chickens. Big chicken, chirpy. Super mutant chickens. Put some put chirpy in there. <laughs> chirpy um, uh, there's not really... I, I mean, there, there might be a good segue for this. I guess it's I don't, uh, stadium adjacent. <laughs> or, so, um, across the road for chicken, you have the stadium. <laughs> Who's <laughs> playing at the stadium? Number nine, Beyonce. Uh, we should get our tinfoil hats on for this one. I can't believe the amount of people <laughs> who seriously think that Beyonce playing at the stadium is some kind of sign that Spurs lack ambition or something to that effect. It is utterly insane. People are so bored. Yeah, people are bored. Um, I mean, I, when, when I saw the first dates going, it's it's just Spurs. That's how they made money. They used the stadium to sell out gigs and all that. Um, I didn't really see, like, it's Beyonce. Arguably the biggest pop icon in the world. Yeah, like, yeah it's how is a bad thing? I, I think it was because it was the end of January transfer window. <laughs> but then like, it was like the money's going to Beyonce. I was like, no, <laughs> just like Pedro Porro for forty five million. You're going. How do you think we need to fund this? Yeah, well, thank God we got Pedro Porro. Eh? Um, I mean, this one was. <laughs> I I get the funny thing about it is is them is them selling the extra day, and not having, <laughs> not having, the, license and not having the license for it. So that that bit is. I think it's very Tim Pot <laughs> yeah. and quite funny. But in terms of just like Beyonce playing there, I mean, like, that's better than Guns N' Roses. Like, Guns N' Roses books racist and, you know. They went there before. I think they played, yeah, they played there before. Yeah, Guns N' Roses have played before. Yeah, you were there. I wasn't there. I wasn't. Yeah, I was never be there. I don't know anyone. That was you. <laughs> it wasn't me. They were saying, can Mr. Jude Tarfield please come to the stage? You're going to sing Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. From number nine to number eight, one of Beyonce's closest friends. I'm yes, sure, I'm sure. Fabio Paratici. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, um, this guy is a bit of a. I, I don't know. I, I feel like his legacy is being ruined. <laughs> well, I think the, well, the bad thing was when even when he first arrived, it was a bit like you'd hear these murmurs like, oh, "There's something that's not quite kind of right," you know. Because it, it was like, it wasn't like the full reports as it is now, and not like the mm. legal challenge or anything. But it was reports that. Something was going on at Juve. He was at Juve. He was at Juve whilst these kind of financial. That's financial a bit of a smoking gun, on. isn't it? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> do you really trust it? I thought it was such a weird thing. Cause I was really happy that Daniel Levy was kind of passing over football operations, like because he needed to do that. But it was just like at the same time, why to him? Mm. And the, the other annoying thing is you also can't. Maybe you can't criticize him too much because he, the, some of the signs he has made have been such massive hits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, like, I, but I don't want to give him that credit. <laughs> because he's made a lot of stinkers as well. Yeah, I mean, like the whole squad thing is 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 fascinating because I I still think there's it depends what happens over the summer obviously and if Kano is off then that's something else but I still think like there's so many good players that have been brought in over the last couple of years and there are players who haven't hit their peaks yet like the people like Basuma yeah. um, who are who are in there but yeah we won't give them too much credit. <laughs> Because I think they 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 weren't that sort of they're pretty obvious signings a lot of them. They were they felt like favors. They did. You look at that Romero like deal. Favors, that's yeah. part that's part of the investigation of the way that he went moved from Juve to Atlanta and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty wild. 
Like, I think Kuzowski um, is that as well. Um, yeah. And Kuzowski and Benton were both implicated in the wages thing as well. So, yeah. I don't think it was his, pl- his plan necessarily that they were going to come and be the way that they were. Yeah, I think he, it was just... Um, Stumbled into it. Yeah, and just keeping things moving yeah. more than anything yeah. else. Another detriment to a football nationals would be lovely. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the, the, there's so much that's unclear at Spurs anyway, and their um, their footballing approach is definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, I think we all thought that maybe the, the link that they had at Juve would yeah. end up being a bit stronger, or stronger as it was at Juve at Spurs. Never bought into the kind of but Don yeah. Paratici, what is he cooking hype. You, the second that you say you fall into those tropes, you, you'll get your take being taken for a fool. You can yeah, never, you ever, not. ever. Yeah. Like put so much praise on like one person for transfers or anything like that. You could, you should never do that. Yeah. You will always be proven wrong. You will always be proven wrong. Yeah, unless your name is Michael Edwards, and then for some reason everyone loves you. Um, but yeah, that's that's not the way to go. Because you know the the you know people at uh, like Arsenal that Raul Selenyi, like he got I think he got called a he might have been called a boss man by Arsenal fans or um, Nicola Pepe sent you no class. Well, yeah, exactly. Can't argue that. So you know, direct you know, praising director of football is like the the sun shines out of yeah. there. You know, <laughs> what's is often not the best way to go. Yeah, and I think we found that pretty. It, I mean, just I think it was early season games last. I mean, last season where Spurs are in like Carabao Cup and stuff like that. Oh, he's there, and like you could just see him walking on the touchline, obviously with his phone and sort yeah. of like ah yes. Uh, Fabio's coming. Look busy, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. Like, well, I don't know what he's. He's what like shouting the players as well. It's like, shut up, man. Yeah, I don't down. think so. I don't think so. Not the coach. Not, not no. That brings, yeah. but, but I suppose that brings in Toy's good mate, number seven. Yeah, Antonio Conte, who, um, yeah, who who you've said is was meant to be different, but turns out he was exactly the same. The same. He's a, who could have seen that coming? Who could have seen that? I've I've written written an article that will go live after he's sacked. It'll basically go through like um, why he hasn't been as much of a success as people thought he might have been. And I I actually understand why Spurs were as good as they were last season. Because we ended the year as like a really fast, direct team who weren't afraid of anyone. And that was kind of because we spent half the season playing one game a week. Mm. And... The, the, the giant, the giant, this is a big thing. I think uh, a couple of other people, such as our friend Tank Patrick, have talked about it. That the two big signs that were in the January window, the ones that kind of brought the fresh impetus, were players that were coached in his style when you in Italy with Juventus, Kulusevski mm-hmm. and Bentancur. That it was easier for them to kind of take to his methods for them to kind of slot in and learn that these kind of pre-rehearsed moves because that's what his teams are about. It's about really get perfecting these kind of moves, and you can still see it. You every kind of Spurs game, you see the move where it's like he's playing from the back, Kane drops deep, releases mm. the other players, they go forward, everyone sorts forward. Like that, those kind of moves, you see it. They were really accustomed to that. Summer signings were not accustomed to that, and that's why it's been a bit hard mm. for them. Uh, and we tried to play at slow intensity to manage the schedule, and it just hasn't worked. It's still really slow now. Mm-hmm. And where last season he did what he's really great at in terms of squeezing every last drop out of like average or unexceptional players. We've had no real overperformance in that regard this year. Yeah, I I think that you will look back on this season and think a fair amount of mistakes with the squad management have been made. A lot of players weren't really utilised as much as they could have been. Very same starting eleven, 
every week. Um, I mean, that week where they went out of the FA Cup and Champions League and then lost <sighs> to Wolves, when they went from, you know, they just changed their team so much at such a pivotal point yeah. of the season. So it just meant like nobody had any rhythm or anything. I really, I really judge Nottingham Forest for losing the game after that because they just, they didn't even try. <laughs> they tried even yeah. the slightest. They might like Spurs might have just crumbled. I really judge Forest for not giving it a go. Yeah, and they just let Kane nod one in. They're like, the not, end. even that. They're like skipping Hoiberg, just ping it seventy mm. yards at a time. It's just like, yeah, not gonna try. Okay, it was really pathetic. I really, <laughs> it's something that makes me want Forest to get relegated because like if you're not gonna try. What's the point? <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah. It makes me angry. I don't even. I don't care about Forest. They are woeful. Away they're from home. crap. Didn't yeah. even try. Didn't even try. Trying to learn home form. Yeah. Knocked us out of Carabao, didn't they? Did they did that as well? Yeah, yeah. So there's always. If anything, it makes our early season win there look quite impressive because they actually they they knocking on the door a little bit. Yeah. Came as the over. They could have easily turned, but we got Richardson assist that. Got it. That was a nice assist. Yeah. Because back when Richardson was in his one uh, good off the bench days. <laughs> And now he just gets slagged off. Poor lad. Okay. So we come to number six. Harry Kane. <laughs> how could how could it be his fault? He's so good. I mean, he's yeah. He, but he's he ranks six here, and it's because he's he's so good that um, he means he is everything wrong that with, with Spurs. <laughs> he is a loser. He's a loser. Say. Yeah. People would say his two hundred seventy one goals don't mean shit. Yeah. Because that is how world football works. People would say, um, "What's he won?" They would still that. do say that. They do. They do say that. Yeah, they do say that. It's still true, I suppose. Um, I'm. I, I. I. I mean, I can't get into slagging him off too much, but it's. <laughs> I know it's the same thing with a lot of Spurs players. Really, they they they've had chances to to play in finals or to go on decent runs in cups, and they've just fallen at the the last hurdle or in you know the last couple of years just been really woeful and pathetic in those crunch games so um yeah i mean and i think the other thing as well is that he's so good that if he goes this summer and i don't know if he's i don't really have a gut feeling either way of he's going to or not but if he were to go it would be such a hard job to replace him not just because of the goals but the overall quality and technical brilliance he brings like you can see it with england as well like yeah what he brings, the way that he brings in other people to the game, yeah, you like it's not as simple as just saying, "We'll stick with Charles in there, and he'll score ten goals a season less." But and we can just hope for more. Oh, it'll be a completely different. It'll be, it's a different um, game. Different but we might be able to press a bit more because that, like Charles is somebody who looks forward rather than well, back. Well, yeah, this is the thing. Maybe that's it. But we're gonna have to we're gonna have to really look at the way we construct our team. Cause the same with Son as well. In that his legs have gone a bit. He hasn't tried as hard. On the defensive side, mm. maybe he's been maybe he's been used to different content this year as well. But we're gonna have to com- almost rip up the attack and start again the way that we build teams. I mean, it, yeah, it should it should be fun. Um, I, I hope um, it means we're gonna get some players in. Yeah, the, the, are they gonna the be good? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just hope you know it, the the blueprint is so clearly there at the moment, and like Spurs did it years before with Poch and playing attacking quick football and every every good team in the Premier League that's what they're doing now we do have nice they're pieces learning. around that yeah um, you know there are there are, there are players who can you can play that style I'm sure and I genuinely don't think you're ever that far away um, in the Premier League these days from becoming a half decent team um, I mean just like look at United I mean Arsenal weren't they were sort of there last season obviously but they've gone on to a different level now I just yeah. 
it's not it's not all that bad, but if, if Harry leaves that, it's going to be depressing. Yeah, yeah. But to remember the five, the man who gave the man who Harry gave Kane. birth to Harry. Kane. Well, yes, as he says. Yeah. Tim Sherwood. Well, he claims to have. Yeah. yeah so you, you'll you'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> I gave Harry Kane his chance, you know. Yeah. How many how many Timmy games did you get to at White Hart Lane? Uh, Benfica in the Europa League. Lost three one. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I think I only had. I think I might have had a couple actually. We saw the Southampton game, which one. was which was good fun. <laughs> Poch never beating Sherwood, always losing yeah, to Sherwood. They actually have a really funny record. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to the the, the Spurs Villa game the next season oh, as well. Or maybe boy, could you up. pick them? I know it was great. Benteke scored a header, and it was a bunch of. The uh, only game DeAndre Yedlin played for Spurs. Yeah, late sub, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, like, fuck it. Didn't, didn't make an impact. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> wasn't quite as good, yeah. And we didn't, I don't think we um, saw any gelée flinging that day, which was which was really rough. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, like, I, we're blaming him here, but 59 win percent ratio. <laughs> second to none. Second to none. Second to none. It is quite amazing the amount of points that he got. We ended that year with... Eight, like, 69 points. It was hilarious. Which, I'll bite your hand off right now for 69 <laughs> points this season, for example. It's like, good God. And the attacks he would put out as well. I think it was in that first, I mean, it was the, it was a Southampton game at St. Mary's, which was his first, yeah. I think. And they played like 4-4-2 and it was... He loved the idea Adebayo of Adebayo Soldado together. Soldado, yeah. He was just like, this is the way to get the best out of Soldado. <laughs> and he, I mean, he didn't score any goals, but at least like... Adebayo all scored some goals. Adebayo all scored some <laughs> yeah. goals, yeah. Just like bringing like, out the... Yeah. The salute. The uh, salute. Salute for Addy. Uh, that's, yeah, that's another great Timmy picture as well. Yeah. Addy scoring against Sunderland and then him and uh, Chris, Ramsey. Chris Ramsey doing the salute. Oh, I just retired <laughs> yesterday. Oh, it's a shame. Are people shame. like, he didn't retire like five years ago? <laughs> he hasn't been anywhere of, of note. Oh, no, I think he was at Palace about five years ago. He went to Palace after we released him. Yeah. Where it was like, get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we needed him gone because I think there was... Was a, there was a curse I think had been put on him at some point. Uh, you do you know? I didn't, I didn't actually know this. He only won one trophy in his career. Did he really? Could you tell me the trophy? <sighs> I think it will shock you. Uh, uh, Man City. Did he win the FA Cup at Man City? No. Because he was at Real Madrid at the time and he won the Copa del Rey there. <laughs> oh, yeah. He played in that final against he played Barca. Yeah. Well, he, he, might, he played against Spurs as well that year. Yeah, he, he won, won, yeah, when he got battered. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's that seems quite remarkable. I that's why I was like, surely he must have like at Arsenal, or, but no, because he, he joined Arsenal like at just the start, start, yeah. right at the start of the trophy drought. City hadn't won anything, and like I said, he won. They won it when he was away. He was yeah. alone at Spurs when they won the league. Obviously, they <laughs> didn't won anything here. Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean I, I was about to say, oh, that's kind of sad, but I, he was a fine guy, like. I think he was a good Premier League striker. He was, a good Premier League he was striker, the striker. If we'd had him in 10 11, we would have probably done a lot more. Yeah. I mean, yeah and, if, so. and if you think, like, obviously, the like, scenario is like, if you put him with Van der Vaart for two whole seasons rather than mm. one, maybe that's a bit better. Maybe by the time we get to the second season, yeah. Spurs are in a better position in general. Yeah, uh, Rafa, they didn't, Rafa didn't fancy it in the top yeah. team, did he? I yeah. think he was sort of, he was all tuckered out. <laughs> I, was, I was really surprised he left when he, when he did. Because yeah. he just. Went back to Hamburg and was like, "Oh, we're gonna Dempsey's coming in, so could you go?" I was like, "That's fine." Gonna have Clint for one season. Yeah. Number two. 
Number two, yeah. Not quite number two yet. Up to number four, Arsenal. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember Arsenal fourth jokes? Well, I remember making those jokes last mm-hmm. season. I remember Arsenal fourth I jokes? Remember, yeah, because obviously top fours are everything, yeah. and that's what they were going for last season. Yeah. Um, so we were having quite a, quite a wild um, ball, really. We were having a great time. And it, it has, it, I mean, generally as a Spurs fan, it's been quite nice over the last 10 years or so because <laughs> Arsenal haven't finished above them that often. Um, I, I think we, we were still on a sort of run of finishing above them every season for like four, five or six seasons, yeah, even yeah. this season. But now that's obviously going to end because they're going to probably win the league. And a lot, I do think a lot of, of the frustration this year has been that they've, they're, they're going to win the league. I've accepted they're going to win the league. I don't care what the city gets. I think it's pretty likely, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, but also the fact that we were the team that were meant to make that leap, that everyone's talking about us. It was like, yeah. you get, if we got top four last year, it's, that accelerates the rebuild, and it slows their rebuild down, and it just, it's worth the inverse, really. Yeah, they went, and, yeah, their, their, their recruitment in the summer was really good, in all fairness. I know Jesus is only just coming back, yeah. but um, they, they, they identified positions where they needed everyone to be able to yeah. play up from the back. Zinchenko and Ben uh-huh. White are so good at doing yeah. that. Like, yeah. They have a they have like a creative spark in Odegaard who's not like a proper number ten but is essentially doing that in centre midfield. It's uh you know they're, they're they're a lot of what Spurs aren't at the moment and you know that obviously breeds a bit of you know annoyance and contempt. <laughs> but um, yeah. you know I mean football's often you know cyclical and there'll be players at Arsenal who get dragged away to other clubs and City will come back roaring so oh I'm not like that at all I've accepted they're going to be a force in the next five years you think I'm, I'm looking forward to like 2029 when the era has passed and Arteta's been sacked or something because they've had a slow start to the season and everything seems to have fizzled <laughs> out and it's like yes Jan Matonga and Tottenham are coming to the top <laughs> uh, uh, well I'm going to choose to be a little more optimistic on out and yeah we can we can Okay you, okay, you can you can live in that fantasy world. <laughs> Have fun. Okay, well, number three, Lord Sugar. Yeah. Uh, you see, did you see he? It's only in my mind because he got he and Gary Lineker were at it on Twitter. Yeah, I don't like Anna Sugar at all. I don't, know. I I don't really want to talk about him at oh, all. <laughs> really, really unlikable guy. Yeah, bad guy. Blame right, blame rating nine point one out of ten. I'm pretty happy to. Crap, chairman. Yeah. Well done. Wasn't very good. Just well spews trash online. Like, well done. Very bad guy. Brings us to number two. The man he sold the club. Is to. it also a bad guy? Oh, it's definitely leaving. Well, well, I bad suppose. In the, sense. Yeah, I suppose the jury is is out. I think a lot of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough to to get into you know Daniel Levy all now, but, <laughs> um, you know he's he's. It's almost harsh to say. Well, not harsh to say. He's not really a football guy at all. Um, the problem is he thinks he is. Yeah, when in more in more accurate terms, he's more of a steward, really. He's more of a steward of Gondor and will never be king because <laughs> um, he doesn't really know what he's doing. Um, I mean, business side, this is this is always how you marry it up, isn't it? Yeah. How you balance it out. I mean, we, we just blame. Well, the, yeah, 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 well, yeah, the, the way that everyone talks is like. If the club were to like be taken over, he would probably stay in some capacity, like mm. like I said, a steward. Because business side, you cannot argue that he's been a massive success. He's been one of the best chairmen in terms of being a businessman. Yeah, it falls apart when it's about the football. 
and falls proper. apart when it's about making that next step because he thinks that he needs to go left and it turns out he needs to go right instead. Mm. Like the Mourinho. I will never, I will never get over the the thing we talked about earlier. The Mourinho is one of the two best managers in the world. I will never, you, you had to be so naive to even think that. Mm. I don't think even Mourinho's biggest fans, the Moranistas, would even think he was top two manager in the world at that time. Because it was so yeah. obviously there was like, was like loads of institutional problems at Man United, but he wasn't making them better, mm. and they were like really on the way down the only reason they kind of they finished sixth that season but the only reason they did because they went on like a mad 10 game winning streak or something like that under Solskjaer with the new manager bounce and that's the only reason yeah um, there was a lot in that Man United spell that you probably could have seen and you know could tell that yeah. likely would happen at Spurs um, so yeah I'm just blaming Mourinho yeah. again here but there's 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 a bit of a there's a, there's a time now that some football decisions need to be made elsewhere. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, a, a, new, a new director of football or something. Like yes. a new kind of stru- uh, structure. Like kind of one day have like smarter teams like Brighton and Brentford where it's like a few people who well, yeah, this is are given that kind of control. There's no reason why Spurs can't um, set up some sort of dominant scouting network like Brighton have yeah. where they can go and pick up these players. I don't want to be like Chelsea where they have like essentially 17 directors of football. Yeah, and I'll, start I'll, giving out nonsense names as well. Like some of the yeah. job titles are really weird. <laughs> well, you don't. Yeah, you don't want, really want to be like Chelsea at all because they're going. They're going. They'll be overpaying for decades now. Yeah, and I don't think that's 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 a good look. Really, you want to you want to get in and find good good talent. We're not that, and we never will be unless we're like state run or something. Yeah, exactly. I sort of feel like that's just what Tottenham need to get back to doing anyway. Just you know, being a being a good side that develops youth youth players and. If they do end up selling them on, they sell them on for yeah, a lot more. Except that we're in that kind of Dortmund bracket. And that's fine. I think yeah. you just have to be ready to take your chance when it comes and when you've got your team like settled and maybe others aren't hitting um, top form as much. Yeah. You just have to be ready. And unfortunately, they've they've gone for a more win-now approach the last few years and that hasn't put them in any sort of position to challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's just made like uh, the club so much more... You know, it's certainly toxic from the outside. From when you, when you look at the media and everything, and how much um, you know their their trophy drought gets explained, and in comparison to other clubs and that. So, um, yeah, I'm just rambling again. But <laughs> it's uh, we're nearly done. We're nearly done. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, let's let's get some proper infrastructure back. Start start targeting the right players in the transfer window, and you know let's let's start having some fun again. You know, yeah. <laughs> who, who, who did you put number one? Number ah, one. you put the Daddy. Lap. Yeah, Daddy number it's his one. Fault. Yeah, Mauricio Pochettino. Yeah. Why did he have to raise the bar? Oh, he's a cute That's man, thing. isn't he? He's a good-looking man. <laughs> the sort of man you'd be happy with in your dugout. Yeah. Is he your yeah. top choice? We'll talk. We'll talk more on the on the eventual Conte. Postmortem pod about who he wants to come in. Would you? Is he your top one? Um, I, I kind of think now, yeah. Um, just in that, like I've I've seen a bit of conjecture, um, suggesting he would just be like a, you know, a familiar face and would just pat the players on the head and stuff like that. And I'd I'd really hope that isn't the way it would go down, because that wouldn't work for anybody. No, it wouldn't no, make it has, Spurs. The way the the things I'd heard about, he would only come back if. 
there was a sign that things have changed at Leicester mm. from the He's not just coming back to do the same shit all over again. Because, yeah, that, that wouldn't make any sense. No. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of uh, sort of rewriting of history as well when, he, when, when, when people talk about the, the players he had to start with. In terms yeah, of like yeah, Walker and yeah, Rose and yeah. stuff like that, and it's um, pe- you know, people forget that you know, it's not just one manager. Of course, it's a coaching staff, it's a system, and you know, you, that's how you get the best out of your players. But um, it wasn't you know, it wasn't all gold to start with. He had he was he was playing he was playing Mason and Bentaleb in midfield very early on. Eunice Gabul was still getting games, and then people were talking about um, all talk about this. Just like, oh, he's the reason that Spurs didn't win anything. It's just like. Do you I, understand where we were? I don't, yeah. I mean, I what are you talking about? I yeah. I, I I don't want to get too sort of you know, xg, um, <laughs> you know stats basher, but I think it's, I think it's a bit reductive. <laughs> a little, That's a little chat. bit. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't really see, um, it, it's it's sort of a, a Twitter opinion where you just post it and you get a couple of likes and yeah, well done. Doesn't really uh, doesn't really add anything to it. But I mean, if 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 you were to come back in, um then you would hope he does it like he did the first way around in terms of ripping everything up, but also having those assurances that he can actually make change on a sporting level. And, you know, I'd, you wouldn't want him to come back and, you know, be bemoaning the the house that still needs furniture and stuff like that. You'd, <laughs> you'd hope that he, he has a lot of say when he goes to Ikea and picks out what furniture he wants. I know, I And, you know, maybe if he can't have the top bit of furniture... Maybe you get the second bit, next bit on, yeah. and not like the the fifth bit that Danny Rose has to look up how to install. You know, I think the 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 pushback I give on those things is that I think he's a little bit too picky sometimes with the players. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think mean, I think I think all managers are like that when they're given a choice. It's like no, I want the number one. I don't want anything at all. I think they do get a bit picky in general. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be good if it, if they can sort of nail down a you know we need a number one player here and they can actually manage to go out and do it because you know. I, I'm, I'm not really sure how attractive Spurs are at the moment, but that's going to happen. Yeah. But it'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be nice. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it's tough to get too excited about. I feel even if if he were unveiled, like in the next couple of weeks or at the end of the season, um, I don't. I'd, I'd, I'd still feel the the general sour mood at Spurs is quite tricky to to just um, push away. With there'd be, a, there'd be a nice moment. pop at least. There'd be a pop for sure. Yeah. That I think first, I think a load of fans like would get into you know all their their flags and we got and, a lot of Argentina flags. Yeah, I think all, I think all that would be really good. And, yeah. Um, I, I I we would probably just need to make sure that nobody was living under false pretenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About what it would be if you were to come back. Yeah. Because there would be some pain. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But like we said, we'll talk we'll talk in depth about that when Conte does go. So I think I think we're done for now. Yeah, we've we've rattled through thirty five to 35. one, there, I suppose. Um, and I, I hope we gave each one equal merit, and you know that they're all of equal importance. Yeah, I don't so. think I went enough on Chirpy, but you know there was a story for another day. We'll do a separate one on Chirpy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we will. Okay, he's, um, he's a rotter. Okay, cool. So I think we'll end it there. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we will be back shortly, probably, with a Conte post mortem. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, please. Remember to leave a rating and subscribe, it helps us a lot. And we will see you shortly. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.